Welcome to the Engineering Emotions and Energy Podcast, where you can relax, recharge, and reconnect. And now, your host, Justin Wink. It is what it is. Not. All right, I think that's a very timely Borat reference, but today I'm talking about the phrase, it is what it is. This is one of the few phrases that in some ways I find offensive and I need to do some mental gymnastics often when I'm with someone that uses this phrase. Why do I not like this phrase and what exactly is this phrase all about? The it, it is what it is. It's somewhat popular especially nowadays when there seems like so much wrong with the world and so many issues and it seems like things are just overwhelming and uh, dictionary.com even has an explanation uh, in its slang dictionary that says it's effectively the equivalent of deal with it. It's basically just an expression used to characterize a frustrating or challenging situation that the person believes cannot be changed and must just be accepted. Now, I'm not saying that if something happens, pretend it to be something other than how you experienced it. Like if somebody calls you something that you don't like, don't pretend like that that didn't happen or that you didn't like it. What this phrase does is it just kind of goes like, well, it happened once. It's probably going to happen again. It's probably going to happen forever. It's an incredibly defeatist phrase, and I don't like it. I find it offensive. The reason is, is because it's completely a lie. That's like, Justin, well, how can it, how can it be a lie? It is what it is. If a thing is a thing, if the thing is a thing except when the thing is not a thing. And a lot of us like to be big fans of science. I'm a fan of science. But the real science, or if I'm going to be really clear, science, because there's a C in science. A lot of people don't know that. So they are big believers in capital S science, which uh, has really is more of a religion than it is actually what uh, science is, because science is more of a process where you have an idea and you come up with ways to test it based off of what you have available at the time. And based on that, you kind of go, okay, I know a little bit more about the universe, how things work, how things are, until you come up with another idea or you come up with other ways to test things and then you modify it. What science has become, not to be confused with science, is that there was once an experiment done, or somebody claimed they did an experiment, and they said that it was a scientific result, and everyone just believes it and doesn't question it anymore because it was from science. Yet, if we really do follow science, sorry, science, especially in the case of whether something is something or is something else, we see that just about anything can be anything else at just about any given time. And you're like, Justin, that just sounds ridiculous. Yet this has been a very well-established fact of scientific literature in the area of quantum physics. And it was first shown in the Young Double Sled Experiment where they were using photons, light photons, to answer the question, is a photon of light, is it a particle or is it a wave? And you can go, you can Google, you can look it up and find some really awesome videos that explain it very simply. You don't need to have a PhD like I do, or like a someone who has a PhD in quantum physics to understand it. But effectively, if you 
believe the photon is a particle and you set up the experiment, you will get verification that it is, in fact, a particle. Yet, if you set up the experiment that it's a wave, you get verification that it is a wave. So which is it? Yes, it's both of those things. So when we say something is what it is, it is, except when it is not, when it's anything else. And saying that it is what it is is basically saying that this situation is completely 100% unchangeable, which is true as long as someone has the belief that is it is unchangeable. Yet all the person has to do is change that belief, change that perspective, which any and every single human has the ability to do. It's an amazing quality that our consciousness has of being able to take on different perspectives, different ways of seeing things, different ways of believing. Suddenly, it is something else. So it is what it is, is 100% a lie, which is why whenever I hear somebody saying it, I translate it from it is what it is to it is what it is, except when it is not. That statement is true. That's what I say to myself. I just depend on except when it is not, so that I don't have to have that confusion in my brain that goes, that's not true. And I also do not correct somebody unless they're one of my coaching clients or they've asked for, you know, hey, can you help me out with this? And I'm like, oh, are you open to hearing an idea on this uh, based off of what you're talking about? Otherwise, I just let someone talk the way they want to talk. Often where it can be helpful to just let something be how it is, is when it comes to another person's way of being. Letting just someone be who they are, how they talk, how they think, Give them the dignity, the respect to let, just let them be how they are, who they are, speak the way they want to speak. And if you don't like it, you can politely go, hey, can I ask something or give some feedback? And they might just say like, no, don't want to hear it. And then you just quietly go, all right, you don't give the feedback, but maybe you choose not to spend time with this person as much anymore or not listen to them, you know, or if you don't even want to have the conversation, you just skip to, this is just someone you spend less time with, or you don't engage with as much. People can choose to change their minds, choose to be a different way. I found most people like to stay the same because it's comforting. It's easier that way. It's something from our evolution. We have a part of our brain that goes, hey, if I change too much, I don't know how it's going to work out. And that is dangerous. Evolutionarily speaking, it's a very, very good adaptation to have. Could you imagine if every day you had to figure out, you know, what you were going to do for everything? It would just be so draining, you wouldn't be able to get anything done. So to have a lot of stuff that just, you know, it's going to work out, you do this, that happens, right? That's like you wake up, the sun's going to be there, you go brush your teeth, you turn on the water, the water's going to be there. There's a lot of things you just take for granted. You have a habit about it, and it makes a life a lot easier. So there's no fault in this of people just wanting to be how they want to be and not wanting to really change it. It's totally okay. And it can take a load off when there isn't that a pressure of like, well, how am I going to get this person to do this or do that? And you can just accept them how they are and just go like, okay, well, how do I want to choose to engage with them? Instead of just going, it is how it is with this person, I would ask you to ask the question like, how do I want it to be with this person? Assuming that they are who they are. They are who they are. How do I want to have this relationship go? I had a recent situation with a, with a good friend where there was possible travel coming up. I'm getting ready to go travel around for about four weeks. 
And a big chunk of that time, I'm going to be getting some dental work done, having a dental procedure done in Mexico. So I hope to talk a little bit more about this in the future. This is something where it's, I've done my research. I know I'm going to a a world-class facility with uh, phenomenal service, phenomenal care, phenomenal uh, everything, which is why I'm, I'm going there. Yet there's still a little bit like, hey, I'm going to be in a foreign country uh, where I don't speak the language super well and I'm going to be alone. Hey, wouldn't it be nice to have someone there with me that I know that, yeah, I care about, they care about me. And so if something goes on or I just want the support or just maybe just someone to talk to or someone that is there and, you know, they could bring me something if it turns out I need it or something goes wrong, whatever it is, I don't know. But just nice to kind of have that that other human there that just in case that, you know, if I was here where I live, I have, you know, friends, I have other colleagues, things like that would be super easy. But there, maybe not as much. Been trying to see if I had any friends that would be available. And most friends are like, oh, my gosh, I would love to like, that sounds great. You're going to be you're going to be in like paradise. And so I could come and help out and then I can go enjoy paradise like that. Oh, yeah, uh, just doesn't work with my schedule or I have this other commitment or, yeah, for whatever reason. And I'm always like, thanks so much that you would be willing to do that. And it's totally okay. I understand because it's it's an international trip, not easy, all this stuff. No big deal. But this other friend kind of was like, sounds good. Let me go check my schedule, things like that. Oh, schedule works out. Uh, where, where are we staying? How's, how's the sleeping arrangements going to be? And I'm not going to get into the, the specifics, but basically it was... This friend was like, oh, I don't really like how that these these arrangements are going to work. Yeah, it's just really not the kind of trip that I was looking to take and really would like you to, if you could do it some other way, then maybe I'd go. Otherwise, I feel like you're kind of making me do something I don't want to do. I felt like really kind of hurt. I felt kind of like judged and shamed because I'm this is a trip I'm doing to take care of myself, my health, and I'm, I'm asking sort of for help. And I even I even offered this person, I'm like, you know, hey, I know this would be a favor to me. I can even pay, which is something I was kind of offering to other people. Like, I can pay to supplement some travel stuff because I know this wouldn't be your first choice of a trip. You know, this is kind of as a favor to me. And it just kind of is either to go, yeah, sounds great. I'm all in or, or no, thank you. But this kind of in between of like, well, what about me? Yes, I want you to take care of yourself. But when... I'm the one that's, I'm saying I'm I'm the one in need of help here. This is not the time to go, what about me? Just either go, I can do it or I can't. That would have been my preferred thing. And, you know, me and him had a chance to talk about this and get some resolution of, I understand him. I actually don't know if he really 100% understands me, where I'm coming from. And that's okay. He is who he is. He's at where he's at. And I love him. He's an amazing guy. And I intend to stay, you know, friends with him and keep in contact and would love to get together someday. I don't expect him to change because he's wonderful just the way he is. And we're all on our journey, learning, growing. We have our own perspectives. He has his perspective. I have my perspective. And I have my perspective on his perspective. So I might be completely wrong on what his perspective might even be. And I'm open to getting a new perspective on that. I'm not going to attempt to change who he is. I'm just going to change how I relate to him and see, well, can I communicate more clearly or be more careful of what types of requests I might make of this individual in the future? That is me taking agency over the situation. I'm not just saying, well, tough shit for me, nothing I can do about it. And I'm just going to allow this situation to happen again and again with, you know, even the same person or different people. I'm going to go, okay, what can I learn about this? 
and myself and how I relate with this individual and with anybody in my life. So everything can be a learning, growing opportunity for us to adapt and create the world how we want it to be. One little interaction, one little thought, one little emotion at a time, because we do have the ability to change our world by how we change the way we think about it, how we feel about it, and how we behave in it. In some ways, it's like, yes, there might be some things that you quote unquote can't change, yet how you relate to it can end up having huge impacts and possibly change that very thing that you thought was immovable. But by focusing on how immovable something is, all that does is further cement that it just reinforces that it is what it is. It's like if you don't like that that the photon of light is a particle and you just focus on doing experiments that it is a particle, you're just going to keep getting more of the same. Whereas you go like, well, what if it was a wave? Instead of seeing how it could be a wave, then you're going to start seeing that it's a wave. So like anything happening, I know there's so many things in the world right now where it's just like, fuck, this is messed up. This totally sucks. Uh, it just seems like it's never going to change. If you focus on that it's never going to change, it's never going to change. And I'm not going to say that it's easy. I'm just saying that it gives a chance when it's like, well, how could this be changed? How could this be different? How can things be better than they are now? The quality of your life is based on the quality of your questions. If you're not liking how things are, start asking more questions. Because when you just start making statements like it is what it is, then that's true. It is what it is, and it's not going to be any different. You know, when you start asking, like, how can it be better than this? Then some feelings, some thoughts, some ideas start to come up that maybe allow for it to be better than it is. With that, uh, I think I'm going to wrap up. I guess one quick thing. You know, the last episode was episode 100, so definitely check that out. Do subscribe. Um, go to my website, at justinwink.com. Sign up for my uh, newsletter because I'm going to be starting to send some things out so that it's easier for you to keep in touch with, you know, what's going on in the show so that if there is something where you're just like, oh, that is for me, that you can find that out. And also, I'm getting ready to start some offerings to, you know, coach so that if maybe you're like, hey, this sounds good, but how do I apply it to my situation? So we can get a little bit more intimate, either one-on-one, -on -one, small group type of thing, so that you can really get to being the person living the life that you want to as quickly, kindly, and effectively as possible. So if you want to know a little bit about it, go to my website, justinwink.com slash PYP now. Probably put that in the show notes, but it's for pursue your passion now. That's all I'm going to say about that. If that's for you, you're going to find it and you're going to reach out to me and we're going to get together and things are going to be great. If not, it's totally okay. You are who you are. I respect you for that and love you for that. And don't change unless you want to change because that's beautiful too. So with that, thank you and good day. If you want to contact the show, email me at podcast at justinwink.com. That's Justin, W-E-N-C-K. And find me on social media, Justin Wink PhD, on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, and YouTube. And if you want ways so that you can relax, recharge, and reconnect, find the Tuesday 20 every Tuesday at 12.05 p.m. Pacific. It's only 20 minutes, and it's going to get you relaxed, recharged, and reconnected. 
It's on YouTube and it's on Facebook. So looking forward to seeing you there.